Mares in Black number 69 was generously sponsored by Danielle Feldman of Feldman Studio, featuring the Why the Chicken Crossed the Road photo show. Accepting entries now. For more info, visit Feldman Studio on Facebook. The Mares in Black want you to know that we think black lives matter. People of color matter. LGBTIQA plus lives matter. People with disabilities matter. We think all populations that have been systemically oppressed matter. We hear you. We see you. We know we benefit from these systems and we want to be better allies. Hello, everyone. This is Heather with the Mayors in Black, and we are welcoming you to episode 69. Nice. This is the newscast for the end of March. This is the model uh, horse podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists, and I am joined by my effulgent co-host, Jackie Rossi. Greetings, everybody. (laughs) Effulgent. 69 was a very good year. It was a very good year. Well, unless you were nice, gotten Charles Manson's way. That's true. <laughs> That's very morbid, Heather. <laughs> well, you know, when you're you, the year you're born, if yeah. this is the year Jackie and I were both born. Yes. Uh, 1969. So you'll know we're old as hell. Um, yeah. There were all these cool things, but there were also these terrible things that happened in 69. Like we walked on the moon and there was Woodstock and... And then also Charles Manson did his little deal. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like 2020, but without the global aspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So what's going on with you? What's the, uh, what's what the is, 411? What's the 411? Well, work, work, work. Uh, let me see. I haven't actually been playing. I've been just playing uh, Breath of the Wild as this doing the stress relief version of that. Sure. Um. I've been doing a lot of like I've been making props though. Oh yeah, T- talk about your your bow. My bow, your my bow, bow that you're working on. I'm working on a bow from Breath of the Wild. It is. It's one of the like like on the, if you do the main quest line, there are these four like for lack of a better word, we'll call them dungeons. But when you defeat them, you get like a weapon or something sure. as a prize. Um, and the bow is one of these prizes. And what's great about it is it shoots three arrows at one time. Like you pull one arrow out of your inventory, it magically becomes three. Um, well, that's convenient. <laughs> yes, it's very convenient. Um, it is wonderful for getting the drop on some of the bigger monsters because you can wipe a couple of them out in one shot this way. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, and. It's coming together really well. If I I have a list of things to do this weekend, which if I get them all done, I should be able to like assemble it kind of temporarily to kind of get a really big because it's it's gigantic. Like it looks gigantic. It looks gigantic. Like I bought the plans for it from this guy in Massachusetts and he does it when he sells the plans. He also has like a YouTube video where you can watch him put it together to figure it out. Right. I watched him put it together and and I just didn't have a scope as to how big it was like it's like because he's filming everything off a gopro off his head so i don't I have no idea how big he is um so i didn't really have any i kind of idea and then i like laid out the parts in my kitchen and it's over a meter across it's god huge yeah so well, that's bigger I, than daryl's crossbow for sure it is way bigger <laughs> than daryl's crossbow so much better than daryl's crossbow let me tell you um but yeah, so my hope, I hope is at the, by the end of the weekend, I will kind of have it kind of rough together uh, before I go and get to painting it. And I'll take a picture with it because it's just, it's, it's more than half my size. Like, it's just so big. I'm so excited about it. I cannot wait to finish it and like, you know, be caught doing something stupid in a park with it. That would be great. <laughs> I uh, I had work 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 all this week too. We had a had a, a proposal that had to be delivered, and it was it was high stress. Mm. Was supposed to go Wednesday, didn't go till Friday, late Friday, uh, and now yeah, I have to work today after we're done recording. Because of course I got the three blows. three o'clock on Friday. Hey, can you come in for a couple hours and do this? Because we need it by Sunday night. Great. Uh, all right, you can pay me. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot, I like think a large pile of money. 
So we have been like spring cleaning since we got the floors done. We got the mm-hmm. floors in the house done. Um, and so we've been, everything had to go, when you redo your floors, everything has to yep. go away. So as we bring things in, we are now sorting through stuff and trying to eradicate some of our pat rackiness. And Smart. Uh, uh, one of the one of the things that um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, you're you're going through the spring cleaning and you found something. Yes, I know what you found. Color formulas and techniques. No, I was going no? a completely different direction. What was I going to talk about? This is what happens when you were born in 1969, everybody. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. Um, it's, it's gone. It's just mm. gone. Anyway, so when, you know, yeah. the other thing I was going to talk about is, I, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. We packed up the switch and we haven't gotten to the box that the switch is in yet. So I Oh, my God. So I haven't playing the switch. But I have been watching. I got into watching... Um, uh, the haunting of Hill House, like, and oh, I finished yes. that, and it was so good, and it was so scary, and then the ending was just. Bleh. I mean, it Why wasn't like lost bad. It wasn't like lost bad, and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't or Battlestar Galactica bad, or or even close to as bad as Game of Thrones, but it was just meh. Like they just didn't stick the landing. They didn't stick the landing. It was too. I felt it was too happy, pappy, and pat. You know, I hate, I don't want to watch a ghost story thing and have the ending be like all warm and fuzzy. I, bleh. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind partial warm and fuzzy, but I feel like, you know, a house that, that is that malevolent is, it's, it, you can't wrap it up in a bow like that. It's just, no. Know. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. It literally, like, though. Like, I don't want everything to be, like, super grim, dark, and everyone dies at the end, but I, I would like a realistic resolution to things. And yeah. If, you know, life often doesn't end up with a bow on it. You no, know, and maybe it's just me, because, you know, you can often tell people's personality by which original of the Star Wars trilogy they like. My favorite was Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, mine too. Mine too. <laughs> so, thank you, you, you know. Uh, it was a masterpiece. I mean, it, it, it was, you know, but it, it was a downer. But it did. There was a little tiny bit at the end right. that, you know, you know, gave you a little hope. But yeah, but anyway, you anyway. know, I, I, I do think it's worth a watch. Some people may be very into the the ending, yeah. but it literally at one point there was a jump scare so bad I literally screamed out loud, and Josh came running upstairs. Wow. Like, and then he watched part of it with me and got goosebumps from some of the visuals. Like, the visuals are incredible. They are so creepy. Is this on so, Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's The Haunting of Hill House. I'm on the second season, which is The Haunting of Bly Manor. But yeah, Hill House was really non-traditionally good. There was a lot of focus on the characters and an, an analysis of their interrelationships. It was very Stephen King that way. Okay. So I, I thought it was great. Um, I like that kind of crap. I just, and not to belabor the point, the end was just kind of a downer, mm. but not a downer. And I kind of wanted a downer and it wasn't a downer. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I got Netflix downstairs. So maybe I'll watch. Yeah. To, I gird your loins. You don't scare as easy as I do, though. So yeah, I, don't I also know. have no one who's going to watch that with me living in yeah, this d- house. Dave <laughs> does not want to watch yeah, that. Dave is not going to watch that. 100%. Like it would scare him the bejesus out of him. Yeah. So. He does not. He doesn't like jump scares. That is the thing he doesn't like. So, nope. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for all the shout outs and compliments to the show. We share your stories when you tag us in them. Um, last I checked, there are no new countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could probably look later in the show. I checked yeah. yesterday. So they kind of come in waves. It's really yeah. weird. Nice. And uh, this show, we're going to talk about the March Madness tourney, which everybody's been enjoying. Yeah. Like, yeah. they really like it. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, we have some um, analysis and observations that we will share. It's not going to be a super long segment, but, you know, we can get our, you know, basketball commentators voices on if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any corrections, so we'll be right back with the news. Excellent. The Mares in Black would like to thank our bird herd, Allison Papyrus, Andrea Brigadier General, Anne Outstanding in Her Field, Anne on the Hudson, Bree Cheese Plate, 
Rihanna Fastcar, Chris Walrus, CCCP, Cynthia Wyatt Earp, Danny Bonko, Don't Yell at Feldman, Darlene Standard, Donna McNuggets, Electric Equines, Elaine Board Games, Aaron on the Half Shell, Gail the Big Cheese Bird, Haley Skywalker, Heather Bull in a China Shop, Heather Jack and Jill, Heather the Wise, Heather Xylophone, Jana Wrong, Jenny Lambshanks, Jennifer Will Somebody Close the Door, Julie Warhammer, Katie Miles Davis, Kelly Why Me, Kenzie Bill and Sons, Crystal Bits Studios, Katie the Marauder, Laura Camp Counselor, Mackenzie Fergelbergle, Madison Parking Space, Maeve King Delivery Service, Mary Riri, Megan the Myth Smith, Mel Boy Oh Boy, Melissa Adam Subtract, Melissa to Your Heart, Michael Spice, Nikki H I J K L M N O P, Bobby Babibo, Samantha Buckets, Hack the Gibson, Susan Boilermaker, Tammy Battleship, Taylor Bookmark, Teresa Buzzbuzz, Tracy Califragilistic, and Yashka Van Halen. The Mayor's Thank You. with the news we always start uh the news segment with mayors and black news because we can um (laughs) it's our podcast podcast. uh we have a patreon you can find us we do you can find us at patreon.com slash mayors and black or if you search for mayors and black or model horse podcasts you will find us huzzah huzzah come join us our discord is amazing and a lot of fun and we Uh, have parties and and we, we have, have parties what? every month. We have parties. We have swag. Giveaways. We have giveaways. We have exclusive items coming from two very well-known artists in the hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to start, uh, as a matter of fact, we've done about, what, six artists now? Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got four or five or six. I think it's... I've got a couple well, more guys. Oh, yeah. i got to reach out to that other one. Um, yeah. I but yeah, we're going to start the artist spotlight uh, videos on YouTube, and so stay mm. tuned for that. Yeah, good times. We uh, among among the things we're doing is March Madness. Yes, which has been way more successful than I think we thought it might be. Yeah, we we'll really enjoy it. We will be past. We're in the Sweet Sixteen right now. Um, it is the twenty seventh. We didn't talk about what date. It's March twenty seventh. So uh, by okay. the time this goes out, uh, we'll probably be in the Elite Eight. Yep. Um. I mean, it looks like those the the eight have been chosen. We just haven't got done the uh, brackets for them yet. Well, the, the, the voting gave me the voting's running right now. Yes, and then we'll get down to the the eight horses that mm-hmm. compete in each other to go to the final four, and then we'll announce the winner. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. It's so, getting very hard to choose. It's getting, yeah, and yeah, it's it's getting it's getting tough. Yeah, uh, it's getting really tough. During Briarfest, I think I'm going to have my vaccine in time, so I will uh, be able to go to New Jersey and hole up with Jackie uh, and do the mayor's nightly news from uh, virtual Briarfest, horse of a different color, in July, depending on how things go with the virus. Obviously, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the, air, with, the airport is apparently the biggest snag at the moment, but things could be very different. Uh, yeah, uh, July's far enough out that mm. um, it's something on the table. It's not final. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The TikTok. Talk about the TikTok, Jackie. I'll talk about TikTok. We launched our TikTok <sighs> two weeks ago. Two weeks two ago weeks on ago. Monday. You've done two, and right? Done two videos. Yeah, my, now my plan is just once a week on Tuesday. Um, but <laughs> both videos have over a thousand views on them. That's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, and we're finding like model horse, uh, TikTok is finding us because, uh, I'll get people like, like almost every day somebody follows the account. So I go, I go and look and if they have model horses on their, any of their videos, I follow back. Nice. <laughs> um, so the only thing with the model, with the, the mares in black TikTok, because TikTok's a little bit weird with uh, multiple accounts. And I opened my I opened my TikTok a year ago with my own personal account, 
and I added the mirrors in black on as a secondary one, and I cannot respond to private messages on that. Weird. Account. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a TikTok thing because I've seen other people talk about it. Um, so if you message me on the mirrors in black account, I cannot respond to it. Um, I'm not ignoring you. I think I can like your messages, but I cannot type a response back. So, which is probably options, good if you're rude. That's <laughs> that probably true. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, your options are to email us info at marisandblack.com, or uh, I guess you could message me on my personal account, which is Dr. Steggy, but it's really not model horse related. So, there you go. Touche. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try to, I'm going to keep picking at it, but TikTok's very, very odd about some things, and this is one of them. It is, and I don't know why they haven't fixed that yet. I've heard people talk about the the messaging being broken for multiple yeah. accounts, so I don't know. Yeah. There's some other weird things they do, too. Like, what, what I thought was a very popular feature on the site is something called a duet. Yes. You know, where you kind of do a call and answer back with somebody. Yeah. And... Apparently, TikTok suppresses the duets now. And I've noticed with my account, when I do a duet, it gets a third of the views that everything else I do does. Uh, TikTok changes. I mean, this has been an argument since I got on like two or three years ago that they once something is kind of zenith, they change the algorithm and try and suppress stuff to keep the content fresh. So, yeah. It's dumb, though. Duets are fun. Duets are fun, but, you know, um, I, I've heard a lot of creators that were super popular at one time talk about how the algorithm changes and suppresses their whole content. Stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't uh, I don't know what that's about, but it's annoying. It's, it's weird. I guess it's their way of keeping everybody on their toes and not uh, figuring out the algorithm to the point that no one else can get on the platform and excel. Yeah, that's a that's a positive. Yeah, I mean, they would say I, I would imagine they would say if you're into a creator, then you follow them. You have a tab with a yeah. feed just for people that you follow and you can see their stuff that way. Yeah. But they, you know, they won't show up as often in your for you, which is supposed to be random. Yes. And I can definitely tell I can definitely tell both that I can tell the mayor's black is showing up in people's for you. by right. Some of the by some of the people that like things or follow the account. Yeah. So. All right, we don't have any news for NAMSA. Mm-hmm. No NAMSA news. Yeah, well, it, there's nothing going on for them. Yeah, there's, so. I mean, there's nothing for them to really talk there's about. Really you know? nothing going on for them. Uh, Briar. So we have a ton of news for Briar. Oh, my God. So much news for Briar. <laughs> so first off, and I, I wanted to say this is probably the most brilliant way anybody has responded to virtual events in this pandemic. Is Briar's having another event? You know, we we talked, I think, last week or the week before about how, like, usually it's every two years and last year was supposed to be Seattle. So probably wasn't going to be something this year. Well, surprise, there is one this year, but it's virtual and it's basically hosted in Australia. And that's like. Like, that's super smart, super smart on so many levels, like they could probably never pull off a live event. With two overseas, overseas or not, not, you know. They wouldn't have enough people. Yeah, they wouldn't have enough hobbyists in Australia for one thing. And nobody would have the money to fly to Australia. Yeah. So here's a way that, you know, they're going to go to, you know, they're going to go remote to some Australian horse things. They're going to talk to Australian artists. Um, It's still limited to 200 people. It's one one ticket per uh, collector club account. Nice. Because you can't take plus one. Because you're not going anywhere. Um, So. The lottery for that opens on April 2nd, and uh, the event for that is uh, May 21st and 22nd. And I, I, I'm going to say from their logo, probably the event model is a Vallegro, Heather. I'm going to die. Me too. Why do they keep doing I'm already stressing about Pollock, and now they do this to me. And you know how my luck is. You know how my know. model horse luck is. I know. Arr, I know. Arr. I'm going to anyway, try. Yes, this is a great idea. This is a yes, great this is idea. fantastic idea. Have, it sounds like they'll have the boutique and they'll just like they'll run it just like they did the stuff for Seattle Soiree last year. But right. Brilliant. But it's I called think, True Blue True Blue Briar Weekend. Yeah, I think the the only uh, point sticking point here is that if nobody mm-hmm. Australian gets picked for it, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the same as anybody else not getting picked for it in their hometown, but I just think it's interesting. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it would not be cool. But what are you going to do? Um, so yeah, so there's that. It'll be fun. Yep. Cool. Smart. That's, that's like the smartest reaction to virtual events I, I, I've, I've, I've laid eyes keep, on and I've seen a lot. <laughs> I bet you they keep up with these virtual events. Like there'll be a virtual yeah. component. It's like, you know, it's smart. Why, why not? not? Why not? You get, you get way, you have people from all over the place can participate that way and people don't feel left out. It's a good idea. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, Briarfest 5K Splash of Color Dash mm. is up on the Briarfest blog. Uh, uh, again, it's a uh, virtual. I don't even know how virtual 5Ks work, but you've done oh, right. Well, yeah, virtual 5Ks existed before 2020, though. Well, yeah. Is uh, what you, basically what you do is you sign up for the race like you're actually going to run in person, and then and, and this is completely honor system, but you go and run a 5K when you feel like it for the event and you can submit a time or not, or you, you know, you get your, your t-shirt and whatever else anyway. Um, Cause a lot of places will do, um, they'll do like, I mean, Briarfest does this, they do participation medals. Um, and then if you do want to compete for prizes, you do submit your time. And I don't, like I said, that's, that's typically on the honor system. So I don't know how they're going to try right. and police that. But yeah, I should probably do that. Uh, yeah. Do you get a shirt and a medal, right? Or something like that? Yeah, you get a shirt, shirt and a medal. Uh, Firefest workshops for Sholi rolling out. They've announced a couple of the artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen uh, Cermelli of KNC Equine Art. Um, uh, who else? Laura Rocksmith. Laura doing Rocksmith carousel horses. doing carousel horses, I believe. Uh, Raven Maddock is doing how to make an, an awesome Briarfest name tag using her woo-hoo. medallions. Um, uh, Kristen, Kristen is doing. Sibeli's... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. She's doing space po space ponies. Yes, like uh, painting uh, stablemates in kind of celestial uh, paint jobs. Yes. So that's, that's cool. Gonna, that's going to be. Cool. I may have to do that. <laughs> I might I do know. that too. Do it together. Woo! My little table. We could fight over it. Space. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could be those we could be those annoying people in the chat oh my gosh yes that that would be fantastic i guarantee you that that will run totally differently i'll bet because of that oh yeah i'm sure um this link goes back to true blue does not go to the oops i will fix it okay but first let's cry about goldfinch yes let us cry about goldfinch because have you seen these in hand i have they're beautiful beautiful so goldfinch was the newest bird uh birds of a feather uh mm-hmm. sr for collectors club the first one being puffin this is the second one yeah goldfinch is a buckskin frosty buckskin silver glossy gorgeous and like a light <sighs> yeah delicious. like a uh, mm. gorgeous so not buttermilk but mm, yeah like a golden kind of oh uh, yeah tawny color really nice yeah the, they did a bang up job these are designed by summer prosser and she's killing it yeah but yeah neither one of us got selected and they're selling for upwards of 800 bucks right now so great i once again and i know i sound like a broken record i do not understand what is going on with of plastic right now i think i think people are home and they are bored and they have money that is my guess because it seems like there's I mean, an off. It seems like there's an awful lot of players at the five to six hundred dollar range. I think. I, I mean, I agree with that, but I don't necessarily. I mean, you know, all kidding aside, it's worth what it's worth if that's what people are. Paying oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. the di- uh, dissonance in a, a three hundred and eighty run going mm-hmm. for, you know, seven eight hundred bucks, and stuff that's lower in numbers, you know not going for as much or not going for kind of the reciprocal amount in the numbers it was made in. So like, like the prototype Allegro was kind of like, what? So I had a a conversation with, uh, this was many, many, many years ago. I had a conversation about a similar phenomenon with Ann Harris because we had noted that, um, 
at the time, raffle models could be held, could be had and were more expensive than some of the auction models. And it didn't make sense to me. Uh-huh. And um, Anne was like, well, with the auction, with the raffle, mo- auction models is only one. Only one person could have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was before other certain players had rolled into the game and changed it. Um, she said, but with it, with a raffle model, even if there's only 26 of them, there's an attainability factor to them. Because this is when they, you know, because the the, the, the the raffle model that they would sell at the auction would often go for a higher price than the one of a kind. Yes. It's like there's a, you know, there's an attainability to it. So, you know, you you probably won't get a one of a kind, but you could get a one of 26. And I wonder if some right. of that is at play here, too. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's noted and I think that's true. And I think that silver, you know, despite its age, is still a really popular model. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think that has something to do with it. It's glossy. It's an attractive mm-hmm. color. You know, yeah. there's it's got a there's, lot of things going for it. There's the competition kind of thing that everybody gets into. But I also feel like um, uh, that when you talk about auction models being one of a kind, some of them are fabulous and they go way out of most people's bounds really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ones that are not like, you know, on the least less popular molds in a color that may, you know, maybe fine. Right. Yep. And so those are going to go for lower because the desirability is not there. Oh, yeah. Whereas the auction model may be stunning or the raffle model may be stunning. So, yeah. So, yeah. True. Like, I'm so jealous of those people that are going to get glossy Dannys. I can't. Yeah, that's going to be. Mm. <laughs> that is going to be hot. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine secondary market on those. No, I can't either. But at any rate, you know, I, we keep harping on this uh, OF thing, and I guess you know we'll never understand it. Just like we don't understand why Alvaroso all of a sudden has gone through the roof. But yeah, uh, you know, Alvaroso sat at three hundred three hundred bucks for years. I mean, it for may years. be too that once things kind of normalize a bit more, this you know, this may be. You know, this this weirdness in the market may be just really relative to weirdness all around. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It'll we'll be see. interesting to see. Yeah, it will. Anyway, uh, the Vintage Club model is out. Yeah. The Vintage Club horse. And his name is Nonoma. And he is the foundation stallion in sort of a um, vintage Indian pony inspired Pinto. Right. But it's got the sharp mark edges um, as opposed to just kind of being airbrushy. It also has a variety. Uh, there are four different variations and it, they have a variety of war paint or maybe they don't have any. Uh, is uh, Didn't they do that before? Was I can't remember what model it was, but didn't they do a, a, a set of four? Yes, that was fighting stallions like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Yeah. There were four of them, but they had four different variations. This one's got apparently three with paint, one without. I love the foundation stallion. I know he's kind of goofy, but I think he's so pretty. Yeah, I have a, I have a soft spot for... I don't have a night ridiculous conga of them, but I have a soft spot. For I have one. a few. I have the black one, I have the dapple gray one, and I have the Palomino set from... I think it was Montgomery Ward or Sears or something like that. I think we have the exact same set of... <laughs> right? Oh, no, no. I have a... I also have the charcoal-ish one also. Oh, he's pretty. Yeah. And actually, my dapple gray I bought at Disney. Nice. Like in the 80s when you could still do that. Uh, Masquerade from the archives. This is cool. This is cool. So Masquerade was one of the Halloween decorators, and they put it on the Missouri Fox No, this, tr- wasn't, this wasn't a Halloween decorator. This was a connoisseur model. Oh, connoisseur model. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put it on the Missouri Fox Trotter and it looked really cool. And, uh, it was very, mm-hmm. it's very highly stenciled. It's not a realistic paint job, obviously with, you know, horses and faces and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but they have a test model or a prototype that was done on the Pacer. Which is hot. It looks amazing. I love it. Yeah, I do too. It's great. Mm. Um, so yeah, we have a link to that on the blog, just if yeah. you want to get some giggles. Cause I, you know, it just makes it, whenever I see something like that, I'm like, what crazy crap is in the archives on what, you know what I mean? I know. Well, you know, we, we've been in that room. We weren't allowed to be in there for very long, but no, and we were kept out of some areas. So I know, but even in Rare that really giggled. short time, yeah, we were like, looky, yeah. looky, 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 
<laughs> it was like it was like releasing children into Santa's workshop, oh, like almost it's literally. Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that opening scene when they let everybody, all the kids into the factory. Yeah. Like the chocolate room. And we were mm-hmm. all just like, lost our minds. Gotta go. Like, <laughs> um, and finally, late breaking news. There is a YouTube oh, yeah. series out by Briar called Piper's Ponytails. Yes. And it's uh, going to be uh, hype for a play series of looks like jointed models and their matching dolls in the coming in the fall. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's really cute. It looks pretty well done. Um, mm-hmm. The Briar says they are pleased to bring the love of horses to a younger audience through our collaboration with Epic Story Media and the launch of Piper's Ponytails. Um, so it's short form and uh, it's going to they're going to merchandise it. Obviously, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but maybe we'll do a YouTube reaction video to it, Jackie. Oh, yeah, that would be, be, be down. That would be fun. So, um, yeah, I watched, so the tra- I watched the trailer, which that uh, link is to the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So it's very um, it's animated, 3D animated, but it very much to look like kind of claymation. Um, it almost looks like like dolls with a green screen to me uh it might be it's yeah. it, it's very um little big town kind of yeah that, it's cool though yeah it's cute we'll see maybe a little saccharine obviously it's for younger yeah, audience yeah, it's for but... kids but all right so that's all we got for briar well except for briar fest <laughs> um, and uh you know sir Melly's gonna kill me uh because so Kirsten Simelli is in the Artisans Gallery and she's doing some realistic stuff, but she's super excited about she's working on this thing called the Artifacts Collection and they're historical fine art inspired pieces. And she's got mm-hmm. a picture of a medallion that it's I, I don't I'm not sure which artist this is, but it's beautiful. It's got a gold mane and it's got a gold mane. Its body is kind of blue with flowers and, and it's, I like this a whole lot. Uh, like I, I can't really adequately put into words how I feel about it because I don't know enough <laughs> about fine art, but it's beautiful. So uh, this piece, I am not sure it's a particular artist. I believe it's a movement. Uh, it mm-hmm. looks to me very much like um, Russian inspired uh, cloisonne. And enamel okay. work, that's what it looks like to me. Now, mm-hmm. uh, there's it looks like there's some, you know, fine china painting kind of influence thrown in there. I'm sure she'll she'll be more specific oh, about, yeah. about um about the influences, but it's beautiful. Oh um, yeah. And it, I love her graphics. Her graphics are very um mm-hmm. very inspired by um mu- kind of museum work. Oh, yeah. You know, if they were doing a collection, this is how their graphics would look. There's also a Sarah Mink uh, one done in green with the oh. same scrolly floral work on it. Um, oh, with yeah. With a gold man and tail. It's just beautiful. And I can't wait to see the entire collection. If I don't get one of these, I'm going to die. <laughs> die, Sir Melly. Oh, my. <laughs> don't put that kind of pressure she's, on Sir Melly. She's so freaking creative, though. She's I know. She's always just coming up with these. These just, you know, left field kind of, you know. I also really like that this, the, the idea, especially with the medallions, that not painting them like a realistic horse is, like, more people seem to be accepting of that. I think when people right. first started doing this, everybody's like, oh, I don't know. But I'm like, they're a medallion. Why do they have to be bay black and chestnut? Yeah, Amanda's collection was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, pe- you know, people have done non-realistic stuff before this, but I really. I like um, Kristen's point of view on this a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Because it's really, it's it's really going down the rabbit hole with kind of uh, detail work that you don't normally see. Mm-hmm. So it's good stuff. Okay, it is. All right, so moving on to Stone, who has some a couple things here. One, they have a new uh, mule resin, traditional scale. Yes. Uh, Sarah, sculpted by Maggie Bennett. A very muley mule, I might add. This is there's no way you're you're not going to mistake this for a horse with a set of ears. It's going to be uh, a great uh, performance mule as well. I totally agree with that. 
we assume this will be much like her uh, stock horse. This will be available in plastic eventually. Yep. Um, right now it's in resonance for sale on the stone page. We have a link to it on our blog if you want one. Yeah, it says plastic version coming later this year. Yep. Good times. Woohoo. Woo! Uh, let's see. Art of the Horse closes April 1st. Uh, this show is scheduled to go out on April 1st, so I know that this is probably not mm. helpful to most artists, but, you know, uh, Art of the Horse 2 is the theme for Equilocity this year, so it will be uh, interesting to see uh, what kind of entries they have. Yeah, I'm, um, working on, I'm working on something for that. Are you? I am. Cool. Because there's a literature section. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, that's right. That's there's right. Writing. I forgot yeah. that they had they had it broken out by uh, yeah. This drawing, painting, film, and and literature. So nice. I don't think what I'm writing is literature, but but you know, I, I'm hoping it'll be done today so I can edit it and get it out in time. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, flower pots. I I I love this idea. This, this is a great idea. This is so funny and and cool, right? Yeah. Talk about left field. So they have a, I don't know if it's over yet, but I wanted to grab the gallery so people could see all these flower pots people made out of stone horses. Yeah, these are great. Some of them are just so the deal brilliant. Was, yeah, so the, the deal was you, you bought the body that had the hole already put in it. Um, and then you you had to decorate it. Yeah. I really like this standing Arab. I think he's wicked cool with the Mandela on his back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I like him. And it's kind of a rainbow, uh, rainbow colored. Uh, yeah. And the the hooves are striped. It's just really good. Yeah, it's a really, really good. Um, yeah, there's a forest scene. There's kind of a fairy it's, scene. It's, it's fun to see the yeah, interpretation really nice. and what kind of plants people know. put in them. And... Yeah, yeah. Like there's one down here that's got cool. the one that's got flowers, it's got this big yellow flowering plant on his back and a giant butterfly on his butt. And it's just I, it's I like that one, too. It's, yeah. it's all crazy. Yeah, these are great. Great mm-hmm. idea. Uh, finally, so I will be the first to admit I don't know what's I know they had the uh, the brand contest to go on this ranch horse series. And this is a picture from the cover that uh, Amy Showalter put up on stone, Peter stone horses. Um, And it shows four pieces. um, The new. uh, Oh, I don't think that is the new stock horse, but uh, four Mm -hmm. of their stock type horses in, and it says stone horse ranch horse series. And I assume they're all going to have the brands. And uh, I don't know if they're going to come out in a limited run. I assume they're not going to be one of a kind if they're called a series. So probably we'll have not. to stay tuned. But there's yeah. uh, the performance horse. And it looks like buckskin blanket Appaloosa. There's mm-hmm. a red roan ish. There is um, I'm not sure the uh, the name of the one that's uh, cantering. I think that's the foundation horse. Um, and In a kind of a light gr- a little sooty gray and then yeah. it looks like there's a blue roan something in the other behind him i'm not only i don't even know if i recognize that mold. yeah somebody's asking if that's one in the back is the new one they're just spitting out new molds left and right oh good for them which you know stone yeah. really static for a long time for oh, new yeah. molds so so yeah that's refreshing anyway we'll we'll keep you informed cool all right not no news from copper fox this time around yeah, they haven't posted anything on their Facebook page since February 19th, I want to say. Really? I, yeah, I always, even yeah. if I don't catch something to save, I right. go directly to the manufacturer's pages to see if I missed anything because mm-hmm. you know how Facebook is. So, Yeah, Facebook's been really weird lately. Um, so, yeah, so nothing from Copper Fox. Cool. So moving oh. on to other. Moving on to other. So Stormy Strike has posted her seven art surprise horse speculation. I have not watched this video yet. Uh, I have, but I won't. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil it for anybody except to say that she does her usual fantastic job of breaking it down and talking through it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure as we get closer, she'll probably do another one when the auction horses come out. Um, because that usually narrows the field down on who the celebration or not the celebration horse is the surprise horse. So yep. 
So yeah, so uh, we have a link to it on our blog. Check it out. We are a big fan of Stormy Strike. We are. Uh, let's see. Anfield uh, is having the Field of Dolls photo show. Uh, upload is going on now. Uh, entry closes on April 10th. It is all performance. I am judging. Good for you. Yeah, me and Ann. Um, she's her sales going on today, too. It's her going on sale? right this. It's going on is right it? this minute. Yes. Oh, man. Good luck, Ann. Sell everything. <laughs> it's going on as we are speaking. <laughs> <sighs> uh danny dunn has been doing an artist spotlight on her blog page um uh, she has i don't know if this is a new blog but she's done she started doing an artist of the week series she just released mm-hmm. her third one um which is kenzie williamson who um you know kenzie's my daughter so i gotta blow you, you know, gotta blow her up boop, yeah. boop, boop, boop. um anyway check out danny's uh blog it's really good and um you know, she's the model horse Canuck. <laughs> model horse Canuck blog spot. She's, blog she's spot. in the mid, like she's in Yukon, man. She is seriously Canadian. <laughs> she's way up there. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Oh, Jen Scott. I know. So first of all, we've got a picture of a base, which has engraved on the bottom of it. Number one slash 100. It's the back of a Which medallion. Which suggests that... Is it the back of a medallion? It'll be limited it is the back of bare glorious porcelain to make you swoon. Yes. And she said oh. if we interview her for Artist Spotlight, she'll do the reveal on the interview. Well, I guess we're going to have to. <laughs> no time like present. Like, okay. So, yeah. Oh, so well, this my, is, my arm's this sufficiently is twisted. Like. This is a collabor- uh, collaboration with other uh, other people, and so we're really excited to see what uh, she pulls out of that. So. Oh my gosh! Uh-uh. And then uh, her other thing, and I saw, I did see this like in the wild yesterday. Ugh. She's got a, a custom glazed bone china esplendida. This is uh, yes. one of the cobra mares by Abrell or Abrell. I don't know why I can't speak today. Um, it's available through Monday evening, 9 p.m. MST, which means won't help anybody because this will be out after right. this closes. But it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. dark, dark apple gray with a white head. Oh, and if you scroll God. down her page, you also she's also glazed an MEM mm-hmm. uh, in this beautiful friggin chestnut. There's yeah. um, a couple of Sencios that she's done. Um, she's just killing it in the China game. And I just can't yeah, I just say that that liver chestnut is such a Morgan color. Like that's kind of the color I wanted to do my resin. M.E.M. Right. Still unpainted. But yeah. I love I love this Sencio in this dark frigging. I believe it's Gruya. It's so mm-hmm. look at yeah, the depth. I'm looking at it. There's not a stitch of white on this horse. And it's so gorgeous. So pretty. Yeah, she's just, and she's also got a chestnut, red chestnut one as well. She's just making me crazy. Jen, why are you so talented? Why, Jen? Why? Why? (laughs) All right, that's all we have for the news. (laughs) We will be back with the March Madness discussion. Why did the chicken cross the road? To attend a fabulous show, of course. Danielle Feldman and Feldman Studio invite you to participate in the Why the Chicken Crossed the Road photo show. This show features 45 classes with miniature prizes for every placing, five divisions, including a creativity challenge, altar, and three performance divisions. All makes and finishes welcome. Painted polywog, painted by Feldman Studio, that will be given as a door prize to one lucky entrant. Wow. Model-sized rosettes, NIB briars, other painted pieces by Danielle herself and a small swag bag for every entrant. Oodles more prizes. Entries open April 1st and close June 11th and will be held on Facebook. For more details about the show, or if you want to donate prizes, go to Feldman Studio on Facebook, Feldman underscore Studio on Instagram, FeldmanStudio.com, the Feldman Studio blog, or email Danielle at FeldmanStudio.com. You can also find more info at feldmanstudio.blogspot.com. See you there. Hi. 
This is Melissa Addison from Elk Star Ranch Artwork, and you are listening to The Mares in Black. Have a great day. All right, we're back. We're, we're going to uh, discuss uh, March Madness. Uh, we're kind of halfway through the tournament, maybe a little more. Uh, we're on the third round. Uh, we've got one, two, three more rounds before we get to the winner. So, yeah. Um, so let's, we started out instead of with 64, which is kind of the NCAA standard, right? Amanda Reed, who put this together for us, bless her, um, came up with a perfect 128. We could start with. Oh, so we started with more teams. Okay. Yeah. We started with double the teams. Um, and she, you know, siphoned out the horses that have already been surprise models and stuff that, you know, wasn't going to work for the, Mm -hmm. for the bracket. Um, and here we are, uh, we are, uh, we started with just a ton of horses. We had so many horses, we had two in one, two in one field and I had to underline who won and that the matchups on those were pretty one-sided. It was much, much like March Madness itself is, um, there were, there was only one surprise. There was only one horse that moved uh, down the bracket from uh, the right side, if you will. The right side was all the horses that were super underdogs. And the only mm-hmm. one that made the cut on the right was the caring Welsh pony. And that was only by two points. Oh my gosh. So, uh, you know, the every Welsh pony. And it was matched up against the Tricaner. So it was. Oh, not- I actually had a tough time with that one. <laughs> uh yeah it was it was not very une- uneven so um it was it was a very good head to head but for the most part um the newer horses the more medi- desirable models uh beat the older horses um yeah. in some cases it was closer than others um big ben and brighty were really close 83 to 68 mm. uh, i'm trying to find some others man of war versus the family arabian stallion was 100 to 68 that's i, that's I did hear some grumping about pitting the western horse and the western pony together yeah yeah but it wasn't it wasn't close anyway so it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> um oh uh the 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 uh family arabian uh stallion not the bear uh uh, went up against the donkey, ninety-five to eighty-four. That was kind of surprising. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm looking in the other column. As I say, I've got uh, George versus Succession, one twenty-three to seventy-five. That's a yeah. little closer than I would. Yeah, have yeah. The Fjord versus the Thoroughbred Mare was tight, uh, ninety-five to seventy-five. Tracaner, uh, and CWP, ninety-five to ninety-seven. That's like, crazy. Uh, Super close. Uh, running Stallion versus the Jumper, 85 to 83. The Running Stallion is, you know, there's a secret underdog, the Running Stallion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but for the most part, everything was, uh, was fairly cut and dry. Um, once we got to the second round, um, it became a little tougher. Not a lot mm-hmm. tougher, but... Uh, uh, the voting became a little bit closer um, because we were putting molds together that at least after the first cut kind of appeared within a couple of decades of each other yeah. at any rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it, like the first matchup was Emerson versus Smart Chick. Like Smart Chick's not super popular, but she's much newer than, you know, the Hanoverian. Right. Although I voted for the Hanoverians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing, um, and we'll talk about this more we get into the bracket, is clearly people are voting on what they want to be the surprise model, not what is going to be the surprise model, or at least a good segment of the voters. That's how everybody picks the surprise I, model. I, I know, but I There mean, is no, okay, so the pattern is, there's no pattern. There is, is. A, there is a bit of a pattern. It's yeah. usually. It's been Kathleen Moody horses or horses that are at least a decade old. You know, yeah. It's, we haven't seen something super hot off the presses new. You know, um, no, that doesn't mean that they can't. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm not ruling it out because Briar has been taking a lot more left turns than they used to. But yeah, but but as historically, if you're picking Emerson over Strapless. I personally think strapless in the lens of being picked for 
the surprise horse based on past horses right. is, a, is a little bit more of a like strapless bet. is more sure. realistic right so yeah. so when we get to the second round you're uh after uh or the third round second round third round i don't know i'm lost uh right. emerson and strapless go now emerson won yep. uh but emerson is much newer 2018 yeah. so strapless kind of falls in that sweet spot in the 2000s where a lot of I, I honestly don't from. think that most of the people doing this are paying that kind of attention. Probably not. They're voting for their favorites and that's, that's fine. I, I mean, we knew, that's knew what people. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I did. So we're all the way down and you can download this completed form so far off of the March Madness um, page. And we'll put that on our blog. I filled in the horses that have won so far. I filled in the voting totals so that you can see. Um, how they advanced and why they advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got now Emerson going up against uh, Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. Hamilton beat the Lipizzan mayor. Yeah. And I would have, of course, I want Hamilton to be the surprise horse because everyone does. Right. But again, the Lipizzan mayor between that matchup to me would be more not, more likely. Right. Right. Um, yeah, some of these are going to be death, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Huck Bay went up against the Shagya. Um, the Shagya won, but I think again, Huck Bay was is probably a more likely choice based on patterns. But the pattern is there is no pattern, so yeah. you know. So we have all the way down now um, on the left side of the bracket for blue, gray, orange, yellow. We have Emerson versus Hamilton, Shaggy mm-hmm. Hair versus Croy, Carrick versus Just a Dream. And Newsworthy versus Salonero. Now, Boy, a lot of rough. people are leaning heavily and favoriting Salonero. Like, I've heard it from tons of yeah, people. Yeah, I would say uh, Salonero makes sense, though, because that's, again, the same kind of, you know, yes. era model you're talking about. Yep. Yep. He's 2007. If it's Salonero, I'm going to die. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, brown, red, green, and purple are up. They will be done by the time this airs. We will be down to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll go to the final four. We'll have the the final two um, in the championship, and uh, by the end of the month, we will declare a winner. Oh, so this has been a lot of fun. Everybody's uh, acted like they really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of work. I don't know if I'll do this again. But I know but... it was such a like a larky thing. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. And like, oh god, I mean, oh god, maybe start with sixty four next time, not one hundred twenty eight. <gasps> Well, and the other thing is, I feel like if this is the way people will vote, they'll vote like this every time. Like if they're just going to vote for their favorites. Then you just change up the matchups. Well, that's true. Change the matchups. But we owe a big grit of debt of uh, gratitude to to uh, Amanda Reed for doing the legwork on this. She's such a she's such a nerd. We love her. (laughs) Thank you, Amanda. It's great. Uh. Let us know, uh, you know, on social media or an email who you think the who the winners, the final four maybe is going to be looking at the bracket. Again, you can download the latest version um, on the Mayor's Black website, the March Madness, and we'll have that linked on our blog. I mean, maybe next year what you do is have people pick a winner in February. Like, who do you think is going to be the final and then run the brackets and draw yeah, a prize maybe. out of people who are right? Um. Oh, before we go, let's talk about who we think is going to come down without looking at the results. Who's going to win uh, the brackets that are okay. still being decided? Hang on. So I Dundee was... and George, uh, Georg. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say Dundee. Uh, me too. I think yeah. it'd be Dundee. I think it'd be Dundee. Uh, Duende versus Zippo. Who 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 will win? Who should win on that one? Really? Well, I think Duende should win, but Zippo fit. If, if you're if you're going on the pattern, Zippo falls into that right category. Oh, here here's a really tough one: Shannon Dell versus Bobby Joe. Oh my god! Right? I think Bobby Joe will squeak that's it, but I'm tough. not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like that's really tough because Shannon Dell's gorgeous too. So yeah. that's a hard one. Uh, Forever Sage versus Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, Totalist versus Destitato. Totalist. 
he will win. He was the uh, the, the volunteer model two years ago, yep. so I'm pretty sure he's not going to be the surprise model. But Probably not, but yeah, Weather Girl versus Idicus. Weather Girl. Weather Girl. Um, oh, I, again, did you hear? Idicus passed away. The the actual horse. No, when? this week. Yeah, oh, like no. this week. I saw that. Was he was he old? I guess I he believe, was. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, weather girl, and they're really close, so it's hard to say. Um, we just did weather girl. That's what I mean. I'm just, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm discussing right. the, the matchup from a, okay. from a, from a, who will win, should win situation. Yeah. I think it's, it's tied both ways in, um, they're both, I, I'm not a fan of Idacus. Uh, I love weather girl. Um, so I would vote for weather girl, but there are a lot of Idacus fans out there and they're oh, yeah. so close in age. They're both appropriate to mm-hmm. be kind of the the the, the normal choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're in the sweet spot for their for their uh, release date. Okay, bluegrass mm-hmm. bandit versus Othello. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, Othello, Othello will kill. Yeah, Othello, Othello will, will kill, kill her, yeah. on popular popular yeah. vote. Um, they're also really close together, so that's another good matchup. And the Cleveland Bay versus Gophert. Cleveland Bay. Cleveland Bay. Gophert had a really easy round. Yeah. You got to sneak in. Cleveland (laughs) Bay is about the right age, though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was a celebration model a couple (laughs) years ago, but. Gophert's Aurora Community College. (laughs) They're the dark horse, literally. made it like to the elite eight and i was like how did that happen <laughs> first of all i was like cornell has a basketball team like yeah. uh, okay so so yeah so um let us know what you think and what your what your observations are of the brackets and we'll talk about them on the next show all right we'll probably be finished the next show so we'll talk about who yeah. won it'll be a good time Yes, it will be a good time. Oh, and uh, we will run a little mini contest for people to declare who they think is going to win. And we will draw a winner of the plushie pony that I got to to give the person that uh, we randomly pick that picks the right winner. Of the final four? Uh, of of uh, the final two. Okay. All right. Or Super. maybe I should do final four. What do you think? Final four would be more interesting. Okay, let's do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we will be right back with Instagram. The Mayor's in Black podcast. All right, here we are. Instagram in progress. Uh, to lyric edition. I was going to say it's the attack of the lyrics. Yes. Everybody got their little trotty fjord and everybody said, you know what I can do with this? Flip it for a lot of money if I paint it. <laughs> yeah, but there's all kinds of interesting uh, like interpretations of him, too. I'm oh, I love excited. it. I love yeah. all. So we have four painters and four very different. Oh, yeah. Very jobs. different. So we want to start off with D- uh, DJB Studios. Well, let's start with DJB. OK. Uh, she did an Appaloosa, a semi leopard Appaloosa. Loud, loud, loud. Oh, yeah. Bay. Adorable. Yes. Really cute. Yes. Really sold. (laughs) Really sold. But but the detail on this little thing is I just love it. I just love it. And it's so I love this sculpt. It's a happy little sculpt. It's a correct little sculpt. And it's just so cute. Yeah, he's he's really cute. And she kept the fjord mane on him. She's he's just a paint. Yeah, she. It's just a repaint, but it's brilliant. It's yeah. so detailed. It's so. It's I love like, his mealy little face. I like, do too. That's really well done. And I just love how loud he is. Mm-hmm. He's got little stripy feet. He's you know, and you can see a little bit of the in the in the stifle. You can see a little bit of um, the Appaloosa kind of uh, modeling. So cute. Yeah, yeah. love it. Not really love it. good. Love it. Really, really good. Good job. Good job. Uh, and then uh, Amanda Brock has got one that's also sold. This one is a more traditional fjord. Um, 
but kind of like a, one of the, like, more, more of a slatey done than kind of the yellow done that you're used to seeing, like that most people do their fjords in. Fjords only come in a few colors, but this is uh, this is one of them. Very, yes, very uh, cute also. Kara Williams would call this a dove brown. Yeah. Cool, yeah. But uh, yeah, the shading and the and the and the kind of um, um, contrast in the legs and the mm-hmm. face is really, really cool. good. Yeah, really, really good. And this is just, you know, a traditional Ford and traditional pured color. So, yeah. so, but it's just perfect. It, the, the paint job is so smooth. It's got a little bit of the transverse marking over the shoulder and the dark head and the frostiness and the tail. And then, of course, the dorsal and the actual mane. Just nice. Yeah, really good. Really good. And also really sold. Yes, also really sold. <laughs> All continuing on in our sold series, Stephanie Blaylock. You can still drool. (laughs) Yep. Stephanie Blaylock with a more uh, yellowy done with a fjord with a one of the fun mains with like cutouts in it. Yeah, this one has like the Rooks Tower uh, Mm -hmm. dental kind of cutouts. And this is a super traditional yellow done. But it's just the color is so deep. I love her faces. Yeah. Yeah, And she also is very cute. Yep. She also has the 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 very contrasty um, primitive markings on the legs and, and just adorable, adorable, adorable. And I, I don't know uh, what it ended up going for, but it was a lot. Good. (laughs) Just look at the, look at the peachiness on the face. It's so pretty. Really cute. What a cute boy. It's a boy, right? I, yes, I think so. Yeah. Finally. Brie Cundiff, who went a totally different direction. Yeah, not a fjord. And not a fjord. It's a bay. Just a beautiful uh, yeah. kind of dark bay. He's supposed uh, to be a little Welsh cob, I believe. He's a Welsh cob. She uh, feathered him up and uh, seamed his mane. I don't think she seamed his tail, but he looks amazing. Yeah, he's really, really cute like this. Four whites and a white marking on the face and the shading in the face is gorgeous. The shading in the whole paint job is amazing also sold also sold <laughs> also so so too bad. <laughs> so too bad but yeah we just i wanted to do the uh the brigade of the lyrics that went out this week it's, <laughs> it's amazing it's good stuff all right so we we have um a thing from performance fanatic yeah, that a P- is a psa of sorts a psa um is erica isbell um don't bleach your horses to strip them. Yeah, what she's got here is horrifying. Yes, it is. It looks like a zombie movie. Yeah. So, and she says, and those who say I use bleach is totally fine. This horse has been fine for four years. This damage was in the last six months, and it's a custom, and like, not just the paint has come off, but like a layer of plastic is yeah, it's off. crackled it's, and started yeah. peeling back, and you can see the underlying plastic i mean it's it's bad this horse is trashed like, yeah like, there's I don't no think way you can is, save this yeah this is not salvageable yeah. yeah um so yeah bleach is problematic folks don't use it yeah uh next we have desert sun studios and i love this resin i know it's so i cute. have one of these and he's so damn cute i can't take it um but this this resin is called Kabachonk. I'd like to say his name. And he looks exactly like what you might think that looks like. Um, by Oxana Cux. Uh, he's a fat little roundy pony, very stylized and cartoony. And he's leaping in the air without any care. And he's very cute. And, and this is uh, this one's done by Desert Sun Studios. Lauren Hofer to Aquaga. Yes. Pattern. It's a really and he's just piece. adorable. I love the little eyeliner on his eyes, yeah. on his little bendy nose. It's so it's such so, a beauty. Yeah. It's just such a cute resin. I just want potato chips of these. Yeah. So just, cute. Ah, oh, so adorable. Just get them in all the colors. I know. All the colors. All the colors. And finally, we have uh from Chicken Studios, this is Levi Kroll. I've been watching this medallion. T- uh, Me too. Oh, yeah, I really like this a lot. It's called Playful this is Banter. It's 11 inches wide, so it is it's, gigantic. Yeah, it's big. And it's two horses playing in like an oval. 
It's really yeah. They're just nipping each other, probably mm-hmm. galloping or cantering around the pasture, and it's just it's really charming. I yeah. really love it. And yeah. I think I think they have put in um, some of the uh, details about how they are going to sell the piece and yeah. uh, when it's going to be available. Yeah. So we'll have the link. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Need that in my kitchen. All right, now it's time to close the show. Ooh, ooh. As always, looking for sponsors and shout outs. You can hit us up at info at mirrorsblack.com. See that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are overhauling the youth mentoring program that we started uh, right at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, we haven't figured out how we want to do it yet. So yeah. uh, stay tuned. Yes. And finally, one last plug for our Patreon, patreon.com slash mares in black, uh, or search for model horse podcast or mares in black and you will find us. Come join, Come join us. us. It's a lot of fun. We have good parties. We have a good discord. Yes. It's a nice group. And we're full of personality. Certainly are full of something anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, so happy April 1st, everyone. And we yes. will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. 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 This episode of Mares in Black was generously sponsored by Danielle Feldman of Feldman Studio, featuring the Why the Chicken Crossed the Road photo show. Accepting entries from April 1st to June 11th, 2021. Come join the fun. More info at Feldman Studios on Facebook. Mares in Black podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.